0: Welcome to episode two of Run Your Mouth. I'm your host, David Melly. This week's guest is Johnny Phillips, a Boston-based runner for the Heartbreakers, who happens to be my roommate and one of my best friends. He and my co-host, Jess Peterson, are both Olympic trials qualifiers in the marathon. We talked a little bit about that before getting completely derailed and revisiting some of our greatest conversational hits. This was a really fun one, and even if you're not familiar with Johnny or Jess, you'll definitely enjoy it. We're going to be recording new episodes with cool guests every Friday morning at the track house from now until the marathon. So if you're in town, stop by and catch a show live. In the meantime, I've been David Melly, and this is Run Your Mouth. Hey everyone, welcome to Run Your Mouth, long run talk for long talking runners. I'm your host, David Melly. We're here in the Tracksmith Track House on a beautiful Friday morning. I'm joined by my co-host, Jess Peterson. How are you doing, Jess?
1: Great, happy to be here.
0: Great, happy to have you. And we are here with our guest, the man of the hour, uh, Jonathan Phillips. Johnny is a 218 marathoner who qualified for the 2020 Olympic marathon trials. um, And he competes for the Heartbreakers of Boston. And lives in the area. He's a graduate of Cornell University and the University of Michigan. And this is going to be really awkward because we barely know each other, so... (laughs) Johnny, happy to have you.
2: Happy to be here. After uh, you brought in Scott Smith and Kellen Taylor, for the dozens of people who follow elite marathoning, now maybe they'll, you know, hear my name and be like, whoa,
0: cool. Don't flatter yourself. (laughs) Semi-elite marathon. (laughs) They're elite. (laughs) They're elite. Oh, yeah. Oh, I see. I see. Um, Great. Well, happy to have you both. Um, As people may know, you are both a... Olympic trials qualifiers in the marathon Jess competed in 2016 and Johnny congratulations on qualifying for 2020 Thanks. It means you got to stick around for three more years Two. Uh, <laughs> before we get into all of that uh, let's talk about this week in running it's been a um, busy busy time indoor is well underway and folks are trying to get their USA standards um, no worlds this year but but people are still running fast um let's see what was everyone's per- favorite performance of this week jess
1: um although indoor is well underway like you said definitely cross country is where my heart is so without a doubt the race between molly and um emily and phil was was really awesome to see and you know you never actually knew who was going to get it and then at the last minute emily got it and it was, it was just exciting so that's definitely my favorite race of the weekend
2: we need to recruit Emily and build for our apartment so that we can bar uh, bar apartments record against Molly Huddle. Wrong Molly. Johnny.
0: <laughs> oh god. Okay, so this is a thing. For those for the listeners who don't know, Johnny is notoriously bad about actually following professional running. True. Molly Seidel got oh, second at USA okay. Cross. We should also recruit her just because she seems like yeah, a cool dude, true. But.
2: So last night I walked
0: into David's room and I was like, what happened this week in running? I
2: haven't been following it. And he he was like, Look up US Cross. And so, uh, my favorite performance this past week was Leonard's career, because I do really love, like, the WCAP program, Ever since Chalimo crushed it in Rio, I've been sort- that's one of the programs I do very loosely follow, and those guys, I feel like they just do everything the right way, so it's really good to see one of them win.
0: Nice. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, they've been all over the place, which is, which is awesome. My favorite performance this week was milrose sorry to sorry to be a track guy. that's on <laughs> my loyalty slide, but um Aisha Pratt winning the uh three thousand at Milrose is so cool just because I feel like she's such a unsung hero. you know she got really good last year, but like you know kind of flew under the radar when you're training with like Emma Coburn and all the other like the Bowerman women are running super fast, but um watching her sort of have that you know spotlight moment was really awesome and she seems she seems really cool as well
1: and that was such a cool race the four of them at the end same thing you didn't actually know who's gonna win right until the end so it super exciting
0: well we have a lot more track coming up this weekend uh valentine and the new balance indoor grand prix are all happening this weekend because obviously boston is the place to be in the middle of january february whatever month it is <laughs> Um, but backtracking a little, let's talk, uh, let's talk marathons. Um, so, I have never run a marathon. Everyone else in my apartment has, but I'm soft. But I know, <laughs> uh, all too well about, uh, what I call the marathon crazies, which is when you're training for the marathon in the middle of your buildup. Yeah. And you, uh, are really, um, getting your head a little, the miles start to get to you, um. And so, I just want to hear a little bit about what your build-ups were like for your for your marathons. Um, what was some of the crazy stuff you did? What was what worked? What didn't? John, you want to start us off? Uh,
2: yeah. So, I mean, you saw a lot of my crazy in terms of training, but I, because I was, we live in the same apartment, and every day I'd wake up and you'd be like, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing this? But I guess what you didn't see was like the three days leading up to the marathon was the really weird shit I did, was the, <laughs> the weather for Chicago was, like, was supposed to be on the warm side, and it ended up coming down a little bit, but it was still supposed to be, like, five or ten degrees too warm when I was racing, and I was like, oh god, like, I'm gonna overheat, it's gonna be such a big issue, so I actually, I brought, like, a razor to like, shave my face and, like, trim my legs, and that, <laughs> which I was gonna do anyway, and that apparently is a topic for a later conversation, uh, shaving my legs, but... <laughs> But I used it to, like, shave my arms because I was like, I'm going to get too hot. I got to do this. And I was like, wait, that was so stupid. But, like, whatever. That's,
0: that's taking aerodynamics to a whole new level.
2: <laughs> and then the other thing I did that you're going to laugh at was I started listening to some, like, really, like, religious music because that was, like, mile 20, I'm going to see God.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. That's, um... You know, say hi to him for me. <laughs> Jess, what about you?
1: Well, now I feel like my story isn't quite as weird. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> basically, I had kind of a similar thing where I had a mini freak out the night before. Um, I woke up at about like 2 or 3 a.m. and I was like, oh my gosh, my nose is stuffy. I'm never going to fall back asleep. I know I would have. So I stormed out of the hotel, went to like a CVS, got a suit of head at like 3 a.m yelled at a hobo on the way there because he was trying to talk to me and I was just like in one of those crazy marathon states and got suited to bed and went back to bed but it was just really I woke up in the morning kind of like what was that a dream what just happened but that was kind of my weird marathon moment
0: so your first marathon was trials correct you qualified with a half yep. um and then you know the balmy, what like eighty-five degrees, Los Angeles. You should have shaved
2: your arms.
1: <laughs> I shouldn't <laughs> have shaved my arms. <laughs> I don't think anything would have helped me that day. Um, I, I think it was closer to like ninety-five. It was, it was pretty soul-sucking. But
0: how did how did that go for you? T- it <laughs> it didn't
1: go well. Um, I would say, no matter how much fluid I was taking in, I couldn't stay hydrated. Um, not that I was really ready for a marathon at that pace anyway, so I don't think the weather was really why I bombed the race, but um, definitely didn't help. So about about mile 18 is probably where I should have dropped out, but I just kind of jogged
0: through. Hung in there. I jogged like through that. the end,
1: so.
0: Yeah, I think anyone that watched, like, Shalane Flanagan, just, like, <laughs> completely, like, no offense to her, she's, you know, ran an incredible, incredible yeah. marathoner, but, like, really struggle in that race you're like understand you know even as a layman watching like what people were going through out yeah. there.
2: I was at Iowa State that weekend and it was like 10 degrees there and we were watching <laughs> we were so jealous but <laughs> on hearing everyone who ran that race like not
1: yeah. jealous <laughs> no <laughs>
0: that was that was this weekend that was it was Valentine weekend I remember because it was yeah, like the day oh, before yeah. Valentine's Day there you go two years ago <laughs> crazy Johnny your first you qualified in your second marathon yeah Your first marathon was Detroit, right? Yeah. How did that go for you, that first marathon experience?
2: It was not a bad marathon, but it was also just like I came away and I was like, I can do so many things differently. Um, So I guess I trained, a little. I just had too much of like a track mindset just doing like 5K, 10K stuff. And I wasn't really focused on fuel. I wasn't really focused on hydration. I was just like, I'll tough it out. And then, come mile 18, apparently, like, you can't tough it out. And, <laughs> and so I, like, started hitting the ball and, like, slowed over the course of, like, four miles. Like, not super slow. I was still running, like, I was running, like, 30 seconds slower than I wanted to. But it wasn't, like, I didn't totally bomb. But the hard part was I kept having to stop to dry heave because I had not really focused enough on how to get stuff down. And so I remember I was in third, and there was prize money for the top three. And then I stopped to dry heave, and this dude just blew past me. This was, like, mile 22, and I was like, well, shit. Like, you can just have that. Like, I'm, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, like, a struggle to finish. But, it, like, overall, like, I was pretty happy with my time and stuff. It was just, you know, there were th- I knew ways to improve.
1: How much time was in between your first and your second marathon? It was a year. A year, okay. So you have plenty of time to change it up and yeah. figure out nutrition. <laughs> <laughs>
2: and I took, I took the better part of that year to just, like, do stuff for fun. Like I ran the mile immediately oh,
0: nice. after the marathon. Cool. Which was that fun. was fun. All of our teammates in college didn't uh, believe in Johnny's marathoning abilities or miling abilities. They believed in his marathoning abilities. um So there was a while where we were taking surveys of people, like, "What do you think Johnny can run in the mile right now?" And people be like, "Like probably 4:20. probably break 4:20." <laughs> How did that mile go? I ran a four oh nine. Yeah. It was yeah. really it was really <laughs> awesome actually. David was yeah. the only one who
2: got it exactly right. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's almost like
0: I know you or something. Yeah. <laughs> it was
2: at 409, everyone else was saying like four.
0: Johnny was really mad I would not give him the extra second. <laughs> you were right. um, but yeah, no, that was uh, that was fun to watch. But yeah, I know a lot of I feel like every single person I've ever talked to who's run a marathon, their first one, they're like, Yeah, it's feeling great and then last ten K, not so much. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta build
2: up those glycogen
0: reserves. It's almost like it's longer than other races that you've done. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Oh great. Yeah, that's that's been a big um funny that you talk about glycogen. Um Johnny Johnny, one of the things to his credit he really took seriously and did really well was um fueling and practicing fueling in preparation for the marathon. Do you wanna give us like the short mini rundown of sort of what you did to prepare? Yeah.
2: So I would do my long runs in a fasted state. i just roll out of bed, usually not not hungover, and,
3: <laughs> <laughs> and, and
2: run, like, 18 miles. And, like, don't take any fuel or anything during that because you're sort of simulating that glycogen debt and forcing uh, fat, whatever, fat oxidation instead of using glycogen. And then I'll, on other days, I would practice, like, long-ish runs a lot of them at marathon pace trying to just choke down a goo or something because that's how I got used to getting goos down going marathon pace because it's really like the pace that made me nauseous.
0: Did you do any fueling prep for your marathon, Jess?
1: Um, no. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But I, I, I never really had much of an issue of, like I didn't... I guess fueling was never really much of an issue for me just because I could put down a goo and wasn't really much. That's fine. On the day of the marathon, I'm saying that, but on the day of the marathon, I was also dry heaving because yeah. of the heat and the, the weather and stuff like that. But putting down a goo was never too much. And plus, my goos were always coffee-flavored, so that kind of helped. Um, so a <laughs> coffee addict. So. Coffee
0: cranking through my sis. Yep. <laughs> All right, well, this gets into a heated debate that we have often had. Maybe you can weigh in, break the tie on this one. Okay. <laughs> Saturday morning. Yes. We're all working people. We work nine to five. Saturday morning or Sunday morning, whenever you're doing your long run. Or whenever you're doing any run. Are you a like wake up, get it done person? Or are you like let's sleep in, it's the morning, like
1: Wake Up, get it done. <sighs> Thank you. But I also I I just know if I don't wake up get it done, it's if I was trying to go Saturday, it's gonna happen Sunday. So gotta <laughs> wake up, get it done, get some coffee down, banana go. Wait, what's the what's the debate?
0: So I I'm just really, really not a morning person. Right. And I appreciate the fact that like Saturdays are the only day when you don't have to wake up at, you know, like seven in the morning or if you wanna run, six in the morning. Yeah. And so I I've cherish my lazy mornings of just like waking up and having coffee and just like easing into the day but i know scientifically physiologically or whatever like it's better for you to run when you're in glycogen debt so you can build up those stores i get the science behind it for a marathoner yeah but the number of times we've woken up and johnny's like let's run and i'm like it's like it's saturday come on
2: (laughs) But we also, like, we sleep in. So it'll be like 10 We don't a. sleep in. Like, 10 a.m.'s not that late. <laughs> <laughs> like,
0: let's run at 10. He's like, no. If you're
2: waking yeah. up at 7 every other day. It
0: feels nice. Yeah, it is true. It's uh, it's like an eating your vegetables thing for me. But I, I always think about, like, you know, the, like, the best Saturdays when you're a kid where you just, like, wake up, like, wake up early and then, like, watch, like, three hours of, like, WB cartoons, <laughs> like... Just like that, like I like that feeling of like being awake and easing into the day, but I'm so not a morning person that like if I try to do that during the week, it just doesn't happen. Right. I mean, I'm, are that your roommates
2: still do that with HGTV instead?
0: Yeah. <laughs> local and local news. news. Yeah. Well, that's the classic, that's the classic Kinross <laughs> lifestyle, is that every morning, like Lewis, who doesn't have to be awake super early, is just up, like, hey David, what's going on? What are you doing today? And I'm just like <laughs> Narrow path to the kitchen. I have not had my coffee yet. Don't fuck with me. (laughs) 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 Oh, we're going to have to put a content filter on this one. The whole language. PG-13. Leg shaving. I'm assuming you're pro, but maybe that's too uh, gender normative of me.
1: (laughs) I I do shave my legs, um, you know, but to each her own, so...
0: Johnny, I, what,
1: is, is this a big conversation we're going to have This is today? another debate. These uh, are all, okay. we're just running through so the this,
0: existing.
1: Okay.
0: <laughs> Johnny, when did you start shaving your legs?
2: It was, well, I don't do it regularly. Uh, just in the heat? Yeah. Okay. Definitely in the heat. <laughs> usually only in the summer. But uh, I started after my freshman year of college. I was at a running camp. And everyone, we were all just like, we're going to shave our legs. Like, That's what we're doing. And then we did. And then the first thing they said to do and This is like you should absolutely do this if you shave your legs for the first time. It's jump in a pool because you do not know what water feels like <laughs> if you've never shaved had, like a fresh shave. It feels so good. Like you think water's like thick and stuff, and then you put your legs in, you're like, oh my god, it, you can just like it's so thin.
0: Is just that what that, that Guillermo del Toro movie is about? It's about <laughs> jumping in water the with shave shaved legs. Right uh, the shave of water. The That's the what shave we're gonna make water. a documentary about Johnny's life. Um, <laughs> I so. I promised Johnny that I would shave my legs if he qualified for trials, but it just so happened that when he was qualified for trials, I was in Japan and was not, like, prepared in terms of having utensils around so i just had like the normal razor that you shave your face with and i had never i didn't have like an electric razor i'd never like done it before and so i'm like literally in this tiny hotel room in japan like cutting the shit out of my shins like, i was so bloody it was not a good it, it was not a good intro to the process so i've always been so i think yeah i'm anti like shaving in general Feels
2: so good it's just a lot of upkeep like I have a lot of respect for like women who like shave their legs like all the time now because like it takes hours.
0: <laughs> but you don't. You don't actually think. Of- hours. <laughs> <laughs> well, go- I don't
2: think. If you go from this much hair to nothing, it actually takes like an hour to trim everything and then an hour to shave everything.
0: Let the record show that Johnny has taken off his pants. In the-
3: <laughs>
0: um, that's hours. <laughs> <laughs> You don't actually think it makes you faster, right? A
3: little
2: bit. <laughs> <laughs> Heat dissipation, aerodynamics, it's all there.
0: I guess what, Galen Rupp had those, like, wind blade things yeah, on his arms. Yeah, those words that <laughs> your legs, definitely
3: <laughs> works. Every second counts,
0: man. Every second counts. Um, all right, well, we're just, we're using this opportunity to just run through all of our points of contention. Um, Jess, what is your position on beards? And man buns.
3: <laughs> <laughs> not for um,
0: yourself in this case. <laughs> How would you look with a man
1: bun? <laughs> <laughs> my pass, okay. pro a pro beard.
0: Pro beard. Pro beard. like big bushy beards close shave, what are we what are we All talking about? All
1: beards are good beards.
0: Yeah. Not my opinion. <laughs> I, I, both for myself and for others. Uh,
2: Nick, let's gang up on him tonight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Force him to grow a beard. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. John, I like the close cropped. John, Johnny's rocking a very close shaved like kind of like almost scruff, but like more, more tame. I think like it's um,
1: a good winter sort of mm. running thing. You know, I'm not sure. Probably keeps everything warm.
2: Yeah. Probably that, doesn't
1: take hours to
3: shave. Depends on how one much hour. there. Is. One hour.
1: One hour. <laughs>
0: But man bun's it, ponytails. What's the what's the position? Um.
3: Uh,
1: <laughs> I don't love, but also, you know, some people can completely pull it off and it Thank looks great. Know. So <laughs> I'll
0: yeah. show you some old pictures of Johnny with long hair in college and not I, in I, I any pulling much. it off category. I'm
2: not not pulling it off,
1: but like some
0: people can like will Lear or can. Yeah. He
2: looks yeah. good with a man bun.
0: I don't know. I just
1: Oh, you're
0: anti. I'm very, tra- ironically, I'm very traditional and conservative <laughs> about the men I'm attracted to. <laughs> I don't know, I like that, the clean cut look, you know, it's like, I also work in a field where, like, it's, like, people that aren't really, like, you know, like, we still wear a shirt and tie to work and stuff, but, um, I don't know, it's. To each his own, I guess. Yeah, totally. I could, Johnny's turned me around a little bit on beards. I think, like, the close shaved beard is a good look. Um, Nick
2: will turn you around on
0: the big, bushy ones. Oh, we should also state for the record, Johnny and I are not dating. Johnny is heterosexual um, <laughs> ladies out there. <laughs> that confuses people sometimes. <laughs>
2: We think it's hilarious. <laughs> yeah, we convince some of our college friends that like we moved in together.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you say it vaguely yeah. enough, people just make their own assumptions. Um, without spotting you the options, what would you say is the best Katy Perry song? <laughs> I mean,
1: I, I love California Girls still. Okay. That's a good That's one. That's such an anthem, right? That's a good one.
0: Yeah. That's and you are a California. I girl. am. You're from so. California. Yeah, it's
1: close.
0: To she California. wrote that song about you. That's what she <laughs> yeah. said. Yeah. On the record. What about, what
1: about? So
0: I think "Teenage Dream" is one of the best songs of all time.
1: <clears throat> of all time, oh,
0: yes. wow! And Not I, just a Katy Perry song. It's a. It, it's the summer anthem. It's the song of the summer for every summer. <laughs> Johnny. I think
2: "Teenage Dream" is a yard sale. <laughs> <laughs> I love "Hot and Cold." Hot and Cold is such a good
0: song. Hot and Cold is a good. Like I like the part where she's like, "Someone call the dog." That's. It's a good song, but like it's a. It's just like you're. It's your above average Katy Perry jam. It's not Teenage Dream, which is like amazing and flawless in every way. Teenage Dream is like one note the whole time.
3: You, me, me, feel
0: like a minute. We're gonna get copyright, Johnny, we're gonna get sued. When Katy Perry listens to our running podcast, she's gonna be so mad. What would you, if you had to pick one of those, what would you go for, Jess?
2: This is the ultimate decider. We'll never talk about this again
0: after Am
1: this. Am I going to ruin a friendship here?
0: Or? If it hasn't ruined it, has ruin it yet, you're not going to, you
1: know. <laughs> I'm going to be on David's God. side yes. on this one.
2: When, one time we pulled people on the street. We were, like, driving down the street, and we'd look at people, point at them, and be like, hot and cold or teenage street? And, like, I everyone think, said terrified. Yeah. Except for one guy was super passionate about hot cold. Was like, <laughs> <laughs> he was like, hot oh, and cold, hell yeah.
0: <laughs> it's a good one. It, they're both good songs. Yeah, they and are. And California Girls are also <laughs> a good song. Yeah. Alright, so, uh, closing off this little segment of the, the session, I do, uh, I've opened up the floor for Johnny to tell his favorite David story, running or otherwise, um, and I have, I, I have my favorite Johnny running story that I can launch into, if you need time to think, but otherwise no, you can I Alright, let's hear it. <laughs>
2: well, so this is actually a, a race story, because I, uh, a lot of the memories, I don't know if they would, like, translate as yeah. well, uh, without pictures and stuff.
0: And if my mom listens to this. Yeah. You know.
2: <laughs> Good point. Uh, <laughs> but it was, so David has, like, one race that, like, is, like, his, like, pride and joy from college, and it's not that race. <laughs> like, so this was the year before at Heps, our, our junior year, David's big, like, huge race was, like, Heps' his senior year, but Heps' his junior year, you never scored before, right? Yeah. And... Like, he knew he was fit. A lot of times when you're, like, close to someone, you'd, like, know when they're about to pop a big one, and, like...
0: (laughs) 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 A big race.
2: A big race, (laughs) yeah. Know when they're about to have a big race and stuff, and David was getting, like, kind of antsy, kind of, like, ready to go, and... Like, you could kind of tell, but a lot of people who, like, weren't super close with him, like, weren't aware of this, and so he gets on the line. I don't actually remember how the race played out that well. But I, I do remember, like, you got fourth? Third. Third? Junior. Junior? Oh, yeah. Junior year? Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> so he got third and just totally, like, surprised everyone. And it was, like, a close meet at that point. And everyone was just like, oh, my God. Like, where did this come from? Like, and so, like, all, like, none of the sprinters and, like, our head coach didn't see it coming. And he, like, won an award for it because our coach was like, wow, he really just showed up when it mattered and stuff. And so I always thought that was, like... We could feel it coming, but like no one else could, and I thought that
0: was like kind of cool. I I I think I'm actually maybe more proud of that race than senior year, because senior year I I really wanted to win and I didn't win. And so like that was a little disappointing. Yeah. But uh that race, yeah, that was that was really cool. And it ended up like the six we ended up winning the meet by six points, so like my six points made the difference in the meet. So like that that was always fun. Uh Heps, if you if you are not an Ivy League runner or follow Ivy League running, Heps is like the best Athletic competition in the world, it's so it is. It's it's just so fun to. It's so fun to watch We won it by one point one year, and it was that's the loudest I've ever heard any stadium get. Well, that's probably not true because I'm <laughs> Patriots get. but any track stadium.
2: Having competed in two different conferences. Heps is definitely a lot more tense. It's it's definitely more fun to watch.
0: Johnny, where'd you go to from <laughs> your other conference? You
2: already said yeah, I went to Michigan. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Johnny is very proud of his uh, Michigan credentials, and we always we always give him a little shit for. Yeah, that. that's true. Um, not too deservedly so. Yeah, well, my favorite Johnny race is actually Heps the next year because it's a little bit funny in like a dramatic irony sense but it also I think speaks to like what's so awesome about Johnny as a runner so um Johnny came into college uh not like remotely with the fastest credentials on the team um he was like a pretty good cross runner but he'd only run I think like 930 in the two mile in in high school and and 420 something in the uh mile um was injured his freshman year was sort of like you know, sort of flew below the radar for a lot of it um, and just started, like, putting in miles. Like, years and years and years, like, just grinding away. Um, you know, we all know that feeling of having that training where you just, like, constantly are working but it's not quite paying off yet. And then senior year, like, Johnny had a total, like, breakout track season. He, he like, PR'd in everything. He ran way faster for 5k and 10k than he ever had before like way faster than a lot of people who were you know better recruits than him in high school and stuff um and essentially just like years of grinding paid off and and was i, I think our top or one of our top 10k guys that year um and so at outdoor hep so our last spring season of track um the last individual event was the 5k um, Johnny had run the 10K the night before and I think gotten 7th or 8th or something like that. It's so uh, like, it
3: was
0: like ju- just yeah. outside of the scoring.
2: But like 40 seconds outside <laughs> of the scoring, yeah. <laughs> like nowhere near.
0: And if anyone knows anything about the HEPs 5K or any 5K in a conference meet, it's like the last event of the meet. It's all like all the milers come back for it, all the steeplers come back for it. Everybody's just like in there. It goes really slow and ends up coming down to a kick because everyone's tired from the weekend of competing. It was
2: also like 80. Or it
0: was yeah, also like really like, hot, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so... Johnny was in the pack with all these guys, you know, like, multiple sub-four milers in the race. Like, Johnny's just, like, hanging in there, and it's building to this last lap, and you know that it's going to be, like, crazy. Like, just, like, you know, because it had gone so slow beforehand, it's one of those races where, like, it's just going to be a crazy kick, and we'll see what happens. And, And Johnny has never been known as a kicker. Like, he's one of those, like, high mileage, like, qualified for Olympic trials in the marathon, like, grinder guys. And so just watching... Johnny, just knowing that, that it really was his only option at that point in a pack of, like, eight guys, like, just take the lead with 400 to go and just go for it. And, like, it was just, it was, you know, the ballsiest, like, most gutsy move after, like, a long weekend, after a long season, after a long four years, just, like, watching Johnny just, like, at the front of that pack with 400 to go in, in our conference championship was uh incredible but then also we're also on the sideline being like oh god this is not going to end well <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah I'm locked out
0: <laughs> yeah, uh, he ended up getting 7th I think eighth. which 8th yeah which was shitty but for, was, for anyone yeah. who's ever been out kicked by a guy with more foot speed than him it's, it was a you know moment where you were, everyone was rooting for him and at
2: the same time I think we, like, I needed to get like 3rd for us to win the meet and it was like you know 6th place won't cut it so I really had to go out there
0: all right, so that's our those are our favorite stories, yeah. very sincere, very heartfelt. Now we're going to go to uh, a, a different game. Uh, <laughs> our game for this week is very simply called David or Johnny. Um, we're going to give Jess uh, something that we one of us does or has done in the past, um, and Jess has to guess uh, whether it was David or Johnny. That did it. Um, so I'm gonna run down uh, the list, and you know, if you have clarifying questions, you can ask those. I'm, I might not answer, but okay. you know, just give it your honest, your honest college try. Okay, David, or
1: Johnny, uh, here
0: we go. Which one of us made out with a freshman girl as a junior?
1: Johnny. That was me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I get it. These
3: are trick
1: questions.
0: <laughs> uh, which one of us drank Pedialyte every day for a week straight? Only Pedialyte? Uh, no, but as okay. a supplement.
1: Johnny.
0: No, that was me. That oh was like, <laughs> last week, because I thought I was getting...
1: Last <laughs> week? <laughs> so far, I'm terrible at this game.
0: Which one of us drank beet juice every day, before, every race, or almost every race?
1: Okay, David. <laughs> no, okay. Johnny, do
0: you, want, do you want to talk about beet juice a little?
2: That's one of the marathon crazies. I would just, like... I'm actually it's starting up again but I just like bought a bottle of beet juice and I had like a couple sips every night I hate beets they're so gross but I gotta get the juice you know yeah. get I will say too
0: well. there was one time where Johnny had forgotten that he had beet juice earlier that day and if do you know what beet juice does to you? yes so it makes you pee red right. <laughs> so Johnny comes into the living room one night and is like guys I'm worried.
3: <laughs>
0: I think there's blood in my urine. Like, should I go to the doctor? <laughs> and then he had just forgotten that he had beachy uh Which one of us ran over 20 minutes in a beer mile? Ooh.
1: Johnny? <laughs>
0: <laughs> that was it. me. Oh, my goodness. Okay. No,
1: I do
2: think your PR is faster in the beer mile.
0: Yeah. I've run a, good, a decent beer mile, but I've also run a really bad beer mile. <laughs> um, which one of us wore half tights into his workplace?
1: So I know you just mentioned having to wear David. You just mentioned having to wear a shirt and tie. So I'm gonna go with Johnny on this
2: one. Yeah, you're right about that one. <laughs> I work at like a
1: first point.
2: That <laughs> startup life. Yeah, pretty laid back company. I mean, I do get some looks of like my short shorts and stuff, but
1: oh, you go with the short shorts too. To in the
2: summer. Yeah. Oh, wow.
1: Yeah.
0: Never at the same time though. Never. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which one of us has a Beyonce poster in his room?
1: David? Yeah.
0: Okay. <laughs> that was a trick question because you think it's going to be John. Right, I no, was exactly. <laughs> It's also, like, a very... My it's a very you know? sexualized, like, sultry poster, so um, it's, like, very, uh, very pin-up style. The one but where she's pregnant? No. Oh. Uh, it was, uh, it was Four Era, her album. Four, oh, right, yeah. right. um... Which one of us owns a bottle of Nair?
1: Okay, Johnny. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <You> <laughs> talked Johnny. a lot about hair, hair and shaving. Yeah. Maybe that's a quicker way for you, just like a. I
2: tried it. I don't like. It doesn't work that well, and I like it feels weird.
0: It's. It probably gives you cancer. Yeah,
2: it's just not, <laughs> yes. Overall, not it a good experience. yet. Yeah, All
0: right. Weird. Um, which one of us spends twenty minutes on his hair before going out?
1: David. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. And I will say that twenty minutes is maybe you know. A little bit of an understatement. (laughs) Um, Which one of us spends 20 minutes on a smellscape before going out?
3: Smellscape?
1: David?
0: No, this is a... Johnny? Johnny? Johnny, do you want to talk about what a SmellScape is? A so
2: SmellScape is the perfect mix of body wash, shampoo, or conditioner, whatever, uh, deodorant, and, like, cologne if you choose to wear it, which I usually don't. But, like, all the smells sort of combine together into one cohesive piece, and they tell a story about who you are
3: and, like, <laughs>
2: your experiences and, like, what, who you want to be. Uh, so I do a lot of my uh, body wash. <laughs> I shop for my body wash at Bath & Body Works, and right now I really like the bourbon uh, Bath & Body Works body wash.
1: Oh, family. Yeah.
0: Also, <laughs> Old Spice deodorant from CVS is pretty good. <laughs> uh, last one. Which one of us once rushed a frat? David?
3: No.
0: no. Oh, oh, my goodness.
2: Johnny. I just I rushed the frats where am the I frats not generally
3: yes how did, Johnny how did that not. go for you It's <laughs> good I went to like they
2: had a party and you know got some food didn't join oh
0: cool um <laughs> <laughs> uh, that alright <laughs> that about wraps us up um so I was
1: terrible at that
0: you on um, <laughs> there were supposed to be trick questions and now you know more about us Great, so yeah. the next time you, you know, play David or Johnny you'll be much better equipped than everyone else. It's like a second marathon. Right. You'll learn your mistakes and you know, it's prepare. Like
2: you'll spend,
0: spend the next year studying us and then come back and we'll see what happens. Alright, we finish every episode with, with the big three questions um, which hopefully you guys have had a little time to think about. Um, so Jess, we'll start with you. We'll go to Johnny and then I'll, I'll finish this off. Uh, who is your Instagram crush right now? It doesn't have to be a person, it can be just, like, a thing you're into.
1: Um, so there's this Great Dane puppy that I follow called Colonel the Great Dane, <laughs> and it watches TV, it, like, plays with other, it's just the most adorable thing, and I know it lives in Boston, because I follow the Instagram, like, a little too closely, <laughs> um, so I'm just waiting for the day I see it, because I'm not gonna shoot, like, it kind of looks like a cow, and it's absolutely huge, so... It's it's kind of
0: bangling like over. It
1: is that big. It it is huge. The dog is so big.
0: <laughs> it's a it's a great day.
1: It's a great, <laughs> great
0: It's an dam. above average day. <laughs> Johnny, I know you're big on the gram game. Yeah, I'm not
2: big on the Gram game. <laughs> but this is gonna warm the hearts of some of the people in here, but probably gone fishing. So our <laughs> <laughs> our Exploring. friends uh, Matt and and Fisher went on like a road trip and uh Took a bunch of pictures because Matt Garland took photography of like
0: not a road trip. They drove across the country. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was yeah, a so big road trip. So they went to all like the
2: national parks and stuff, and it was like several months. And so they have all these great pictures of like the national parks. And then like every couple of days, there'll be a new one. I'll we'll be like, oh, that looks so cool. Oh, I want to go visit that. Oh, I want to go hike. You know,
3: I'll blah, blah, quit blah. My job. yeah. I'll quit my Got job and do that too.
2: Uh, so that's my. <laughs> my that's experience. a good
0: one. That's fishing spelled like Fisher. Their last name F I S C H. Um, my Instagram crush right now is an actual crush. There's an ultra runner called Tim Tollefson, I think I'm pronouncing that right. He's very good looking, as much as I object to ultra running as a concept. I don't understand why you would want to run 100 miles. That seems even more ridiculous than running 26 miles. But... (coughs) He's really uh expanding the, you know, audience um by being very attractive. So, uh, <laughs> he's
3: coming around.
0: He also posts like cool photos of like mountainsides and like running through the snow in Colorado and stuff, but it's mostly it's good good jawline. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> um your go-to karaoke song. So I'm
1: gonna preface this with saying I really hate doing karaoke, I'm not a karaoke person, but if I were to do karaoke, I would do sweet child of mine. It's a good one. That is a good one. So, that really good at the end, you know, kind of killing it, and hopefully, or everyone's already left. So.
0: <laughs> Johnny?
2: Uh, so, mine I actually have done as karaoke, and when I requested it from the guy, he's like, I only know one other person who's ever put this song on, and it's me. <laughs> 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 and it's Boom 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 by the Avenger Boys.
0: <laughs> That's a classic. <laughs> So, my go-to karaoke for this week, I will say I've never done either at karaoke, but whenever Johnny and I are in a car together, driving somewhere, um, there are two songs that come on every time, (laughs) one of which is Mbop by (laughs) Hanson, the classic, and the other of which is, I can't, Johnny's very mad at me that I'm admitting this, but it's If We Were a Movie by Hannah Montana. It's a great song. We're not the two songs I was expecting.
1: I was expecting Which, other, which were you thinking? Uh
2: Lips of an Angel by Hinder. Oh, also good. <laughs> <laughs> far Away by Nickelback, which always brings me to tears. Johnny has literally cried.
0: I've watched Johnny cry to Far Away by Nickelback. That's <laughs> very emotional. Alright. And last but not least, your death row meal. You're going to the chair, you get one more meal, anything you want. What are they giving you? Um
1: probably a burrito. I just love it
0: burrito mafia yeah
1: keeping the uh, yeah, promo yeah, yeah. We're the
0: biggest promo of the burrito <laughs> mafia <laughs> so
2: well probably beets just kidding I hate beets <laughs> <laughs> but I so I try not to eat pork because I feel like pigs are too sentient but I love pork and if I'm on death row I probably did something way worse so I might as well just like spring for like a pulled pork sandwich at that
0: point just go for it let me nice. yeah. go total different direction I'm not worried about nutrition at this point cotton candy just like a whole machine of cotton candy just keep feeding it to me the pink or
1: the blue yeah.
0: uh, you gotta switch it up you oh. know they, they have their own distinct flavor and you know you gotta mix it mix and match yeah. one and the other taylor's shaking her head. <laughs> can't yes.
2: mix it up you gotta choose one
0: or just never have cotton candy <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was that um, <laughs> Well, thank you guys so much for being here. This was awesome. This was so much fun. Thanks to everyone who uh, was our audience. Thank you to Taylor Bickford of Hearth Baking Co. for supplying our healthy and not indulgent as much as it is just delicious and hearty breakfast this morning. Uh, thanks, Tracksmith, for, for lending us their facilities, as always. Um, Good luck this weekend, Johnny. You're racing. Thanks. You too. Jess. We're in the same heat. Good luck. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks, everybody. Uh, Until next time, this has been Run
3: Your Mouth.